Why do we do it? Why do we watch horror films and read horror novels and play horror video games? Stick around. Welcome back to the seventh episode. I'm Daniel. I'm Dustin. And I'm Andy. And this is Video Dread, a podcast where we talk about our favorite horror movies and all kinds of fun genre-esque films. We have a few updates. Um, We have a Twitter now, and we have an Instagram, so you should follow those. You guys want to go ahead and call out the hashtags or the ats uh the uh, the instagram i got that one andy shut the fuck up fuck you uh, it's die <laughs> video dread it's uh at video dread podcast holler at us on instagram and suggest movies too on on there and twitter uh who who's got the twitter handle twitter handle is video dread pod yeah so go look go look us up on that and tweet us tweet see us and let us tweet at you and we tweet one another in the in the in the twitter sphere okay tweety <laughs> okay tweety <laughs> okay tweety <Woo-hoo. laughs> yeah and also if you don't know we are on apple and spotify podcasts so check us out there anyway this week we are going to talk about society 1989 film uh, it was directed by Brian Usna. Mr. Brian Usna of yeah. whew, so many things. Bride of Reanimator. Bride of Chucky. The Dentist. One and two. Faust. He actually was also was one of the writers. Oh yeah, he also did like Dagon, that weird the movie that's it's so bananas. H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, yeah. He was also one of the writers on Honey I Shrunk the Kids and Honey We Shrunk Ourselves. <laughs> That's awesome. He did Silent Night, Deadly Night 4 and 5. Oh, so the, those are like the best ones. Necronomicon, Book of the Dead. He did parts 3, the story. That's a pretty cool movie. We yeah. should do that one. And uh, From Beyond. And it was a, a lot of production credits. He was a producer on Return of the Living Dead, part 3. Yeah, he's had his hand in a lot of things. That's awesome. Oh, and Dolls, the, the, that extremely bizarre movie that is really bad but took a really long time to make. Cast for this film is a lot. It's unknown to me. There's one person I know in this film, and they were in the film Rock and Roll High School Forever, the the sequel to Rock and Roll High School, and it's Evan Richards. He plays Milo in the film. Mm-hmm. He played Mag in that film with Corey Feldman. Have to watch that movie. It's fucking awful. And I love it. Oh, you don't love the cool, um, the cool principal? What's her face? Who's like a mainstay in like eighty slashers? And I can't remember her name right now. She's super tall. Looks like a, she, an evil Annie Lennox. Yeah, and I think she was in Warlock, and the wo- the woman that he uh, pulls her eyes out. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's that lady. Yeah, they call her uh, Principal Vader, and she has a claw hand. Anyway, we're getting off the subject right. of join society. us. Join us for a Patreon episode where we do Rock and Roll High School one and two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the cl- cast is pretty slim in, as far as knowables. Um, I mean, they've been in things, but you have uh, Billy as the main protagonist, and then you have 
basically everybody else in the film is bad, right? Pretty, well, pretty much. Some some of the people you can't really tell what side they're on. Some people switch sides in the middle, and it goes back and kind of forth every now and then. And some people just kind of just fuck off totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the film is basically about what is it like a metaphor for society? Um, yeah, and the rich and yeah, the poor. Yeah, basically, it's like the the whole the old story of. You eat the rich, the rich are eating you. The rich look down on middle class and poor people and they feed off of you, essentially. But in this case, it's more of a extremely literal literal uh, stance. By way of the shunting, which mm. we will get to I later. Love, I can't wait. I love it. <laughs> the shunting. Yeah, the beginning of the film, it really just sets up Billy and his family. And how odd their dynamic is. He's a kid in high school, debating team champion, but he he's still kind of a jock. He plays basketball, yeah, you, which is a weird uh, combination of things for a kid like this. You can't really tell if he's a if he's any kind of like a football star or anything like that. He looks like it. He wears the clothes. He looks the jacket. He's got the he's got the full on eighties jock hair. Um, but as far as the debate team, you didn't you don't see that as a thing. He's got like a sweet Jeep. He's got like a, a bitchin 80s girlfriend who I'll get into that when we introduce her. But Mega mullet. Yeah. A huge mullet. Huge oh, mullet. His license plate on that Jeep says hoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's a basketball player. Duh, didn't you know, dude? I don't play, play F-ball. I play the B-ball. Only my friends call me hoops. That's like three people. Yeah, yeah really. Uh, he also is seeing a psychiatrist, you find, and he's basically, Billy's paranoid of everything, and obviously for good reason. He, he has good in, intuition, apparently. So You start off you start off the beginning like he's having these visions, he has these feelings that, you know, things aren't right where he's living. He's not, he has this feeling that he's not supposed to be there, like something's super wrong, and we're put into this weird world where it's this just everything's Beverly Hills and everything's white, like not as far as the skin color, but like the wall color and like everything. And it's just very, just this weird latism. And he just doesn't think he belongs. And he's like, something's wrong. Something's wrong. And then we go in to find out how. Yeah. One of but, the- but we need to point out he's not paranoid. Oh yeah. He says he's not paranoid. Yeah. I'm not paranoid. What I said earlier about him being paranoid or scared of everything is just my perception of him as a character. He oh, definitely is in denial. Oh, everybody in the movie repeatedly tells him he's paranoid. If they don't even say it, they if they slightly imply it, he immediately gets defensive and yells, I'm not paranoid! Which is the, the first thing that someone who isn't paranoid screams to the top of their lungs. M- m- Mainly, like, in public or in a crowded place. <laughs> and this is good, too. This is a good segue because one of the first, first odd things that happens is there's a boy hiding in his sister's closet. So I guess you do have reason to be paranoid if there's people hiding in your house. That's true. We do get introduced into Blanchard. He's basically the starting gun in this whole situation. Yep. He's uh he was dating his sister Jen. He was dating Billy's sister Jenny, and they split up for whatever reason. And he sneaks into the house. And where do you go when you sneak into someone's house in like their 
fucking standing closet. Like you just you creep in there like a little raccoon. Like ah, she she won't see my feet coming out of here. Yeah, that was ridiculous. You totally could have seen him. Although that house is gigantic. These are mansions. These are rich, rich people. So yeah, but that dude was like as big as Rick Dukeman, <laughs> and he's like huge. <laughs> Rick Dukeman from the Burbs fame. <laughs> How dare you have to explain that, Andy? That's true. I know. Blanchard is like complaining about some weird shit happening. And him and Jenny dated, and he just goes off the rails, and Billy kicks him out of the house. Oh, dude. So I have to do this one thing real quick. I'll show you this picture. Go ahead. So in Jenny's bath, I took a picture of it, and I want to show you. People can't see this on my phone, but I wanted to show you. So in Jenny's bathroom, there's this huge, like, brass sculpture beside her sink. And it's like. It's a dude like blowing himself. Oh my god! You I did see not that? see that. <laughs> well, I mean, even in the opening credits, that's the biggest spoiler for the ending of the movie. It's oh, just exactly. A distorted montage of what happens later. Yeah, this. Yeah, the yeah that is a big spoiler. Yeah, I I saw that and I had to pause. Like I have to show, I have to show this because yeah. What a pervert! Well, you come to find out some interesting perversions. Of that family. Um, so like we said, Bill Billy's family does not really care about him. He has a debate that's really big. And his sister has a coming out party. And Which he was not invited to. Yeah, he, he was like, I have this shit going on, sis. I'm sorry. I'm not coming. And she's like, it's okay, Billy. And his parents are just ambivalent. Um, but... As Jenny's getting out of the shower, she asks her brother to help her. Uh, I don't know what he's doing. Do you remember? She's turned around backwards with her back. Oh no, he um, was just in the in, in the weird uh, ballroom with the piano, and she's like, "Hey, will you zip me up?" Because that's it. Yeah, and turns around to zip her up, and her back starts like bubble wobbling, and it's all like wet, and he's like, "Whoa, why the bubbles?" Yeah, yeah. There's something inside of her body. It looks like hot dogs, boiling hot. Or dogs. maybe he's just paranoid. I'm not paranoid. <laughs> she does have hot dogs in her back. Billy goes off to his big speech, or what is it? It's a. Um, it's like a. It's, it's like, like a class school. class uh, president debate situation. Yeah. It's like some kind of leadership at school. Yeah. And then Jenny and her parents go off to this coming out party, um, which. The debate, he is winning. He seems like he's a really good debater, right? Yeah, he seems Matt. like he's you know got some go ahead. ideas. Dustin, go ahead, say it. He's a masturbator. Damn it, Dustin. Damn it. He like, opened all the doors and the windows <laughs> and the garage door for you. <laughs> Whoops. Whoopsie. But as he's doing this debate... A very attractive young lady is spreading her legs with her skirt open and seducing him, and he loses his cool. Oh, he is so cheesy. It's this girl is staring at him, trying to deliberately distract him, and she's doing the basic instinct, except she's like fully clothed underneath her skirt. <laughs> she's, it's it's not like he's seeing anything to get worked up over. Instead, he's like, oh, I gotta loosen my tie. Oh, God, is it hot in here? Is it just me? Oh! It, like, he, he just loses track of everything, and it, it's it's hilarious. He's just a, a horn dog. 
He is. Yeah. Like, well, like there's nothing to see. Like she opens her legs and she has on like basketball shorts, essentially. You're like, oh, wow, that's really getting me going. Oh, no, it seriously is like that. It's just like, what what are we seeing here? It's just like, oh, my God, I saw inner thigh. Jesus Christ. I, she's wearing the black underwear. Oh, my God. I, today, not I mean, today. She uh, has a gorgeous face. So when you put, you see two and two, it's very, uh, I guess for a high schooler, it could be very erotic. It's very so true. They kind of go into the, he's, he talks to the psychologist and he's like kind of having these thoughts like, why does my family look so different? He has dark hair and a mullet and they're very blonde, the mother, father and daughter. So he starts questioning where he comes from. Right. And they, every time he like talks about it, he does it in this very passive aggressive way to his parents and they're like, I don't know what you're getting at, son, but you should just stop. You're being paranoid. I'm not paranoid, not father. <laughs> <laughs> don't you want to go see your your sister take a shower? Actually, that's if not, a good you're idea. a fucking yeah. No, he's they they that do was all these weird idea. things throughout the movie where they're just like they're closer than family, if you know what I mean. And, and yeah, it's just so creepy. And he is the only one that acts. Like with the slightest modesty, and it's not much. It's like he walks in the room, see his parents like touching each other, or sees his sister getting into a shower. He'll like faintly be like, "Oh, sorry," and then she's like, "Oh, it's okay," and he just continues to stare at these things. You're like, well, uh, that's because the next thing that happened actually for him is he goes in to his sister's shower. Yeah, he goes to I get suntan I, lotion. Does he? I, he. Okay, and that's what the he says. The old excuse. Oh, I got to get this uh, suntan lotion. So he goes in, and of course she has like a glass shower door, and you see that Jenny has boobs on her back, and her butt is right below her boobs. And, and her head is turned around. Right, yeah. She's like contorted. Well, that's what we're seeing from his point of view. You know, he's he might be paranoid. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait a minute. This sound, This is all the reactions of a paranoid mind. I could I could see how I could see this. Obviously, her butt is not on backwards. She's just but he's even mad at himself for thinking it because he's not paranoid. I'm not <laughs> paranoid. You are naked and backwards. Or maybe that's just my feelings for you. I don't know. I'm confused. You're tearing me apart. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets the suntan lotion. She comes. She opens the door. She's like, "What the fuck are you doing, Billy?" And she's normal. And he takes a suntan lotion and runs out because he's embarrassed. He does one of those, you know, head shakes. Like, oh, I, I was just seeing things. Was... I'm not. I'm, I'm not paranoid. So this is one part of this film that there's some parts in this film like it's disgusting, it's weird, and this is one of those parts that's just fucking like David Lynch weird. Bill is walking out to his jeep, and his parents are with the gardener. And the gardener is, like, showing them slugs, and they are so fucking amused by this. It was the most bizarre scene. Did it make anybody else feel strange? They're on, like, a crystal plate, too. Yeah. And he's holding with chopsticks. (laughs) I don't remember that scene at all. You don't? No. He does. He has chopsticks. He's holding them. He's an Asian man. He's holding them with chopsticks. This is the 80s. It just seems so fucking racist now. And... He's just showing them, and they're laughing. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, Billy, blah, blah, blah. And this Billy goes a- to his car. <laughs> it's so fucking strange. There's no rhyme or reason to it, really, or that we know of. Yeah, he's like, oh, this is the best crop of slugs that we've ever had. And they're like, ooh, ah, ee. 
Yeah. So this is one of my favorite parts is this whole Jeep thing. Like every time he goes to his Jeep, he finds shit in it. And at this moment, he finds a Ken doll in the Jeep with a screw in his head. You old screw head. <laughs> You're screwed in the head, man. It's so odd. So many odd things. Because Dustin was telling me earlier, he was like, it's not even the gory things in this film that it's make not him the, feel weird. Yeah, it's not the ending, which is the most disturbing part. It's the rest of the movie. I'm like, what is going on here? Am I just paranoid? <laughs> I am not paranoid. These dolls are messing with my mind. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. The characters are all weird. He keep this, The dialogue is all over the place. It's like the movie is serious for uh, five minutes, and then you get 15 of what the fuck is going on. It's I like how it keeps like a generalized, bizarre vibe. I think it's because you're not supposed to really know what's going on until like the final reveal, obviously, at the end. But the whole movie is just like, is that what? Am I weird? Am I paranoid? It's so weird. Also, that, and it's like, okay, they're getting serious. They're getting serious. Cheesy line, and then it's like, uh-oh, here comes a sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always some weird sex, too. And so, not that good weird. Weird sex, 15. Andy, you, you mentioned you wanted to talk about his girlfriend. Because Bill goes to the beach with his girlfriend in the next scene. Yeah, so it's always this is fun so she shows up at the pep rally earlier she's a cheerleader uh so he's on the beach with his girlfriend her name is shauna which is like the coolest fucking name for a girl in the 80s shauna yeah, and it's spelled with a u oh yeah totally yeah so shauna is a familiar face in these slasher films where at least she is to me well everybody else too um her name is heidi kozak it's, but she's got like another name now. It's like Heisey Haddad because she got married. But she is in Slumber Party Massacre 2 and yes. Friday the 13th Part 7. And she was like the girl in uh, Friday the 13th Part 7 that was uh, like having sex in the van. At the beginning. She's like, who says we're sleeping? And in Slumber Party Massacre 2, she was the girl that was like the lead singer. Never mind, I'm getting off topic. Cause, but yeah, I've got like a super <laughs> crush on this, on this girl. And I have since I was like a teenager. She has a serious Lita Ford vibe. Yeah, to me, she drives a bitchin' red Camaro. Also, she wears like denim skirt suit things. Anyway, so they're on the beach and they're like hanging out and they start making out. And she says, "I love you," you know, <laughs> 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 which is my thing now. Like I say that to my cat. I'm just like, "I love you," you know. <laughs> P.S. Just uh, just a good pass by. Yeah, they're they're on the beach and she's pissed. Because they're kind of being ostracized by the other kids in school. Because Billy is running against that one kid. What is his name? Um, he's the one that's the nerd because he's the only one that has glasses. Is it Petrie? Yeah, it's Petrie. Yeah, Petrie. And the and the big bad, his name is uh, Ted Ferguson. Yeah, Ted Ferguson. Fuck Ted Ferguson. Fuck yeah, you, fuck Ted him. Ferguson. Fuck you, Ferguson. Turdy Fergie. And she wants to go to this party they're having, and she's like, you know, if you really love me, Billy, you will go and figure out why we're not invited to that party and get us invited. While this is going down, two little kids crawl by in the sand. How did you not see them also? <laughs> I don't I don't know. 
they get up and they spray them with lotion. They steal their bottle of lotion and spray her all in the face and shit with it. Which she freaks the fuck out. And their face is painted. Are they painted like the Ultimate Warrior they look or something? Like it. They have the same color scheme. It's like blue and yellow uh, kiss makeup. It's really weird. I don't know why they're face painting. I guess because they're at the beach near some shit with a face painting station. I don't know. And he chases them and falls down. And that hot girl from the... Where she showed her thighs and her biker shorts shows up. Basic instinct. The, uh, debate. Basic instinct high schooler. Yeah, yeah. And she sprays Billy in the face. What does she say? Andy, please tell me you know what oh, she Oh, I know. Says. She goes, don't get too hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and just walks <laughs> the fuck off. Like, thanks. For- and then you, <laughs> after she leaves, I can't remember if it's before he makes it over to Ferguson. And then, oh, it's before. But- he runs into you- Big Mom. So Billy, as he's going over to see Ferguson, who is conveniently really close to his girlfriend and him, he runs into Mrs. Carlin, which is the girl who just sprayed him in the face, Mom. And the girl's name is also uh, Clarissa. Yeah, Clarissa. Clarissa. Yeah. It took me to like almost the end of the movie to get her name. I was like, oh, yeah, I just kept calling her like hot beach girl. I don't think I knew uh, Milo's name until I looked it up on IMDb, mm-hmm. which is which is Billy's best friend. His he, name's Milo. Yeah. <laughs> Who the hell's Marty? Who the hell's Rodney? <laughs> I don't know. I'm Marty in this movie. You're probably thinking about Milo. They barely say his name. Um. So this lady is fucking strange. I'll just say that Mrs. Carlin. Mrs. Carlin. Mrs. Carlin. The strangest lady. She just kind of grunts and butts up to him. And she looks like a version of the glow lady, the wrestler, uh, the big mama lady. What was yeah. her name? Uh, damn, you would ask me right now. Um, she always made me think can't remember. of Div- Divine. Yeah, I was going to say like the John Waters character. Yeah, and she's very... Um, she doesn't speak, but you get more of that later. Yeah, she's very done up. She's wearing a sweater, even though everyone else is sweating the whole movie. She has her hair done up big, a heavy makeup use. Big makeup. But yeah. she doesn't say anything the entire time. She just Her mouth is Ugh. left agape, and she's just kind of, uh, at you. Yeah. So he goes to talks to Ferguson, and Ferguson is um, kind of an asshole. He doesn't want... Billy at the party, and he's doing it on purpose. Yeah, right? like all of his friends over there are like wearing like sweatshirts too. Like, dude, you're on the beach and you're wearing sweatshirts and like clothes, clothes. Yeah, clothes, clothes. Yeah, they're like, Ugh, I don't want to touch sand. And they're all really sunburned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're gonna have skin problems in the future, dude. Um, so they basically go in and Billy asks him, why am I not invited? Or is there anything going on? He's like, I'll let you know. I'll send you a telegram. I'll send you a telegram, buddy. Hey, what the fuck pleasure. is this about? Ferguson is an asshole. Big time he's, dickhole. He's like the he's Chevy Chase. Ferguson. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Billy gets, he leaves, he goes and he's. He's caught by Blanchard. Blanchard pulls him aside, and he's like, 
Billy, I need to talk to you. I need to show you some shit. And he takes him in this weird alley. <laughs> it's like this weird beach alley. It's like a pier <laughs> alley. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like a it's like DLC from like Grand Theft Auto Five or something. Like what is there's this still, area? There's still sand, but there's like trash and shit around them, or, or it's just broken down in the area. It looks really strange. And Blanchard tells him there's weird shit going on, and please don't be mad about what I've done. <laughs> and he says, I've bugged your sister's earring, and I have bugged your parents' car, basically. And he's put uh, listening devices in them, and he shows Billy this tape. This tape is fucking disturbing, to say the least, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Andy, you look like you like that kind of disturbance. Oh no, no, no! It was no, it's, it was it was the tape. It was the it was those old handheld tape players. That's what I'm. That's what I'm passionate about. Yeah, the little mini those. mini tapes. Yeah. Yep. My dad had them in his car. You put them in your was, uh, 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 answering machine message tape and everything. Yeah, yeah. But w- the first thing you hear on there is um, Jenny and some girls talking about. You know, no, it's the boys. parents. It's the parents that they're in the car first. Oh, are they in the car first? Yeah, and then they go to the the thing. Oh, uh, what do the parents say? Do you remember? Well, so they get it. They you can hear the parents talking, and the dad's like, "Is everybody in? Okay." And so Jenny <laughs> is like, "I'm so nervous," and they're like, "Oh, don't be scared." And then she's like, "You can do it with men as well as women." And he's like, "Of course you can." Someone with your own age, and then your mother and me. First we dine, then. Copulation. That, <laughs> yes. First moment of incest. And so that you hear that, and then he like you know fast forwards the tape, and you're like, oh, it, I, I, do you have this, Andy? Do you have it written down? Uh, I have some of it, but I want you to to go as far as you can. You hear the girls talking on the tape. It's Jenny and her friends are talking, and uh, Jenny's friend is talking about. Jenny's breasts and she says your boobs are really sexy guys are gonna pop high ones the second they see you (laughs) I've got a high one (laughs) I've never heard it called a high one is that like rich uh, people slang I don't know darling I'm home early tonight because I've got a high one (laughs) It gets even worse than that. Well, she's, she says, like, the girl says, the hotter and wetter you get, the more you can stretch. And you hear all these weird, oh, like, yeah. noises. It's so much fun to see how far you can stretch. Yeah. <laughs> the hotter and wetter you get, the better it gets. And then she proceeds to fuck Ferguson. Fucking Jenny Ted does. Ferguson. Yeah, Ted, that's it. Is it in the recording where the dad says, don't get too cocky, Ted, if you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, it is. He's like, don't get too cocky, Ted, if you know what I mean there, guy. Hey, you're fucking my daughter real it, good there, for guy. It, it, it progresses into like a sex orgy sounds, and she's just like, oh, God, this is amazing. It is fucked up. and So, you know, he hears all that. But it, also you hear uh, screaming. Yeah, you like do hear Somebody's a, getting eating. Yeah, a oh, you hear screaming. You hear that and then slurping yeah. and what you think is love sounds. Mm. Oh, it's like, (laughs) it's a buffet of emotions, physical contact. Hot love. Hot love action. (laughs) (laughs) So you you also, um, 
you find out or you you figure out about this person called Judge. The Judge. The Judge, is, yeah. Is what everybody they love this person. Billy's parents are like obsessed with them or him. And he's really just this creepy old man who's like fawning over Jenny because of her coming out. I guess she's the newest member to what you find out is the society. society. And, yeah. And he's always got a fucking a waxy turd cigar in his mouth. <laughs> like, yes. 24 fucking seven. The story like, it is disgusting. Like, God, dude, that's fucking, I can't stand. That actor clings to that prop. Like it's giving him extra days of life. Fucking <laughs> right. He does. Like, I can't lose. It's my last one. They ran out of this years ago and I've got the last one they made. So anyways, Bill, he steals the tape from Blanchard and takes it to his doctor and shows it to him. And, you know, once again, I don't know, Bill. I think you're just being paranoid. I'm not paranoid. I heard sex sounds on the tape, Dr. Man. Those are, those are my parents' voices. They said copulation, and then you hear, Ugh. I heard Ted oh, Ferguson uh. fucking my sister. He got too cocky, if you know what I mean. <laughs> You know what I mean, Doc? Don't you know what I mean? Yeah, so the psychiatrist listens to the tape, and eventually you find out that, for whatever reason, that shit you hear that Billy heard is not on there. It's normal speaking. Just like, hey, I'm so upset that Billy couldn't come to my coming out party. Yeah, it's like uh, somehow it's totally redone. Yeah. It, to make so, uh, I guess he is getting a little paranoid, right? Yeah. It's like it's it's changes from all the stuff. It's like, oh, honey, it's natural for you to be nervous at your big coming out party. Don't worry, it's we a, love you. Yeah, yeah. It's can, totally not. You can dance with whoever you want to dance with. I I I wish your brother could have come, and oh boy, what a night it's gonna be. Yeah. First we dine and then dancing. And then copulation. No, and then computation. Because you got to do your homework as yeah. young lady. Homework first, <laughs> and then we fuck you. <laughs> it's a school night. Jenny and Billy's dad, he is talking to the judge, and he finds the earring with the microphone in it. And this is kind of important because he's like, this fucking Blanchard kid keeps fucking with my daughter. And the judge is like, oh, He's, really? He's quite the tech wizard, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the next thing we find out is Blanchard's van's been flipped, and he's been murdered. He's bloody as fuck in the back of an ambulance. Oh, man. Billy finds him. So I, I, just real quick, can we talk about how fast this automobile accident ha ha happens? So yeah. <laughs> Billy goes to see his, his doctor. It's very distracting. <laughs> Actually, Dustin not, is not, rubbing his tits. Not, it's not a bad distraction. I didn't say stop. <laughs> I'm um, just trying to join society. <laughs> so, like, he takes the, the tape to his doctor. He goes to see his doctor. The doctor plays in the tape. And the doctor keeps dropping these hints. Like, you have to abide by the rules of society. And he keeps saying all this shit. Like, these little... Oh, he says something very specific. He says, don't you want to be... A wonderful contribution to society. Yeah, he says, like you're you you you'll get you 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 deserve what you get. You'll be a wonderful you know addition to society, uh, contribution to society. So he the doctor says, like you're this is not real and you're paranoid. And so he calls Blanchard and he's like, I'm Blanchard, not paranoid. I'm not paranoid. Blanchard is real. And so he calls Blanchard and he's like, I need another tape. And he's like, Okay, I've got one. And he's like, Okay, meet me at like my house or. Wherever. McDonald's, maybe at McDonald's. 
And so like he <laughs> leaves the doctor's office and goes like across town to meet Blanchard. This has been like five, six, eight minutes. And he gets to this part, like down the road, the, the van is flipped. The destruction is gone. The ambulances have already left. Everything has been like police taped off. Like everything's been gone. Like that would normally take like an entire day to get done. It's Wait, no, like no, no, no. Minutes. The van is there. No, the van is there. I'm just saying like. Oh, there's no blood in it. There's no nothing. Like it did. No, there's blood all over the ground because there's a specific scene where Billy puts his shoes in it. He's standing in uh, his blood. Yeah, but but obviously like this, like the, the all the police showing up, all the police crime tape, like everything, like everything's been done. That would have taken like two or three hours to have gotten right, all yeah. that done. Well, that's this true. is how our society actually runs. Exactly. That's how secret Beverly Hills is in the real world. I keep forgetting it's in Beverly Hills. So Blanchard is dead. Billy's upset because, I mean, even though he was hiding in his sister's closet, I guess he had some love oh, for the guy. Oh, no. it's It doesn't matter what seemingly creepy thing Blanchard has done. He's almost immediately forgetting. No one's mad at him for spying on, his, on Jenny or... Or being it because it does. It totally seems like he is perving out, uh, doing some like porkies, homemade <laughs> porkies type shit to this girl he's into. He's yeah. being a peeping tom, is what it looks like. Yeah, but what he is is he's trying to figure out why these rich people are so fucking crazy. Um, he's not paranoid. He has he has evidence. Damn it. And it. In a damning scene to the parents and their odd behavior to Billy, um, Billy walks in. He's really upset about Blanchard dying. He'd just seen this fucking horrific wreck and his body being put into an ambulance that was bloody as fuck. Which also, I will add that Billy says, after this sheet is covered in blood, this thing is laying in the ambulance. He's like, is he dead? <laughs> No, he's well, just a, he's a hemophiliac, and he cut himself on a <laughs> nail. <laughs> hey, that's just that's just Billy doing some foreshadowing. Yeah, that's some terrible writing. Yeah, he drank the night is. he drank the night before and took a bunch of aspirin, and his you know he just cut himself, and boy, it won't stop. Um, so the family after they he walks in to talk to his family, and Jenny stands up and says, "Hey, look, you got a telegram. The telegram comes from the party." The parents and Jenny don't give a shit about Blanchard dying, even though they know that he died. And oh yeah, they were like, "We heard about it. That's just too bad. Just yeah, terrible. Just terrible. Terrible. Oh, awful. Good lord." And he gets the telegram, and he's like, "All right," and he goes to the party eventually. Which the party is, man. The, so it's like this. What a lame ass party, dude! It's like the most, the biggest fucking party in this like crazy dope. Fucking Beverly Hills crazy house with like all the tiki torches ever. Like they bought out fucking Lowe's with their tiki torches. And it's like the lamest, nicest party I've ever seen. It's like just teens slow dancing and just like, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is really, this is really partying totally down. Hip, totally Man. Hip righteous. I'm totally righteous, bro. Are you having a totally great time? Righteous. You want to go, you want to go neck in the woods or something? Well, Billy gets thrown in the pool, and he sees that hot girl there, so that's pretty cool. That's true. Clarissa, right? Clarissa, yeah. And he goes back to her place to dry off. Yeah, they go back to his place, or her place, and they hook up. 
And it's funny because when he takes off his clothes in front of her, she says, lean machine, jelly bean. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want you to, to get that tattooed all across your chest. <laughs> yes. Just like the Joker in uh, Suicide Squad. Oh, please Lean do. machine, jelly bean. Lean machine, jelly bean. Probably would have been taken more seriously if that would have happened. Also, like, it's a little side note. They're fucking on silk sheets. Silk sheets are not comfortable. They're awful. They're they're slippery. They're hot as shit. It, you slide right off of them, and it's, they look a lot cooler on TV than it's like. If you think about it, like silk sheets on like a waterbed is probably like a torture device. This is the so equivalent you just put on a lot of Velcro, Andy. That's how you handle that. Yeah, you put on like just like a, a the, the the onesie pajamas, so you can just kind of like get staticky. Yeah, you just wrap yourself up, and you don't end up doing anything. Don't take <laughs> my clothes off. I'll fall off the bed. And that was Andy's hot take of the week. Sorry, I had to. His other hot take was how much he thinks editable panties are a fucking waste of time and money. Hey, we all agreed <laughs> on that, motherfucker. Don't put that on yeah. me. <laughs> so let me get this straight. No edible panties and no silk sheets. If you wear edible panties on silk sheets, you're going to shoot into the bathroom. You're it's fucking just, out. You're going to fly <laughs> off the bed. Zoom. Like, you can get that shit out of my fucking house right now. And I'm not paranoid. They hook up, and then after they're done, she tries to like it, distract him a little more and uh, flirts with him. He's like, no, I'm not having it. I'm not going to do it again. And she's like, oh, well, you want some tea? How do you like your tea? Cream? Sugar? Or do you want me to pee in it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fucked up. She also, you, there's like this scene where she contorts her body a little bit, kind of like her... Uh, Jenny does yeah, where it's like her, her head is turned backwards. Yeah, it's really weird. So that's your evidence for this girl being a part of this society, which is disappointing because she seemed cool. You know, always sucks when the your significant other or somebody you're seeing is contorts their body fucking, and fucking becomes an alien. I mean, the silk, those seat, the, the the silk sheets were a fucking major red flag. <laughs> you should have known better, Billy, you dildo. And you, you, we go into the living room, and they start to hook up again, and her boobs are out. And all of a sudden, her mom comes in, which is that giant uh, Mrs. Carlin, and she's like not saying anything and just staring at him. And the girl doesn't even put her clothes up. And he freaks out a little bit at first, and then he's like, Hi, Mrs. Carlin, I'm Bill, you know, and tries to shake her hand and... Uh, Clarissa's like, nope, mom, just go back inside and, and acts like nothing happened. And Bill, as she asks Bill, she's like, you want to stay the night? He's like, no, I'm not going to fall for it again. Like, yeah, no shit. You just came like two seconds ago. I think you're good. You know, you get better you still got, you still got the, the, the cum shivers. Like, you're like, hang on. <laughs> I gotta meet your mom right now. Eek. Well, it's funny because she comes in and she's holding a fucking ponytail because the whole time. Billy's girlfriend is outside of that girl's house watching his Jeep be there and being like that classic 80s, whatever, even common era. Oh, yeah. he's, he's such a pig. See? <laughs> yeah, exactly. In her bitchin' red Camaro. I mean, he is a pig. He Like, why did he go fuck somebody else? That girl was just mysterious and I don't know. She wanted to pee in his tea. Like, yeah, pee in his tea. Down. Like a good PT. So the mom comes in there, and she has a, a blonde ponytail in her hand, and she eats it, and then she coughs up a furball and gives it to Billy as he tries to shake her hand. Yeah, and he's <laughs> so like, oh, fuck. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Shauna comes to his house now. Yeah. Oh, that's right. But before that, you find out Billy has a blow-up doll and a Ken doll in his car. And, like, the doll is shoved in uh, the blow-up doll's mouth. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That is true. So Ken is inside the blow-up doll's mouth, and then Shauna comes up to him as he's finding it, which was kind of a funny scene. Because he's, like, trying to hide it, but then she ends up seeing it, and <laughs> it's fucking embarrassing. She pulls she pulls up in her bitchin' red Camaro wearing, like, a denim skirt onesie dress thing. It's you like, were so hot for this, weren't you? Dude, I, dude, I'm sorry. It's so fucking cool. I'm just like, oh, my <laughs> God. Jeez, Andy, are you po- popping a high one? <laughs> oh, I've got a high one there, guy. Don't you want to see that? Hey, There's a part coming up where... You see Billy's parents. He goes in to talk to his parents in their bedroom, and you find them all in lingerie. Oh no! The this father. is the, yeah. This is the scene that's happening like right after that. I'm actually it's on my TV right now, so it's it's yeah it's it's happening too. It's it's the parents are in lingerie, and so is the daughter, and they're all in the like, parents' bedroom. Are they in the bedroom? I thought they were like in a foyer or some. I'm pretty sure they no. He no, comes in there. Yeah, they're in the bedroom. He throws a blow up doll at him. Oh, and he's like. I know what's going on here. I'm not paranoid. Oh, yeah. dude, this isn't, I didn't buy this. I'm not paranoid. And they're like, that's disgusting, Billy, as her, her fucking father is rubbing her shoulders sexually. It was so disturbing. And the man. dads was, are like, oh, this is silly. This is crazy. Yeah. Oh, this is nonsense. To yeah. the highest degree. Higher they have than a, my high one. <laughs> <laughs> they have a insane amount of silk because I think the father is wearing like silk boxers and a silk robe. Is that true? Yeah, silk boxers, silk robe, silk, silk hair, everything. It's, it's <laughs> too silk much silk. Everything. All silk, all yeah. the time. Incest, just insane in this movie. Breed silk. Okay, so Billy's confronting them. They're like laughing him away, basically. And uh, Billy starts to get pissed off. He's like, it starts to insinuate that he, he's like, he wishes he knew where his real parents were. And the dad tries to chill him out, and he says, you know what, dad? Fuck you, butthead. And the (laughs) mother's like, don't you ever cuss in front of your father. Don't ever speak to him. He's a great man. The butthead is very important. And and boy, does it make a fucking comeback. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm kind of, I'm going to shorten up this next part. Basically, the rival, Petrie, Petrie Petrie comes to Billy and is like, hey, um, I got... You know, some weird shit's going on. Come holler at me. So Billy goes and follows him. Petrie ends up dead with his throat slit. He tells the cops. They go, look, he's not there. The cops are like, fuck you, Billy. We're going to arrest you and your hot girlfriend. They don't arrest him. Randomly, they don't arrest him. I don't know. They're just, they put handcuffs on him, and they're like, all right, bro, we're out of here. Ah, psych. Get out of here, you crazy kid. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then they sleep in his Jeep all night, Billy and that girl, Clarissa. Which is what you do after a traumatic murder event. Right. I'm calling your father, uh, uh, saying, fuck you, butthead, to your dad. It's like, man, that butthead thing just really took it out of me. Woo, sleep, sleep now. <laughs> I guess he didn't want to go home. I guess it makes sense. Billy goes to debate that kid again, and he starts spewing what sounds like these crazy conspiracy theories. He's like, I saw Blanchard get killed. Petrie's been killed too. He's not coming. He's never late to things. He's not here right now, so he's dead. Everybody's dead. And everybody's like, what? And then Petrie shows up. 
it makes him look like a complete asshole. What a fool. Fucking Billy. But I did notice that when Petrie comes on the stage and he's like, what? What do you mean? I'm here. He's grabbing his neck and rubbing it. Like he knows like to fuck with Billy. About yeah. How he was, uh, his throat was cut. I thought that was interesting. You can never, you never really understand if he was like in on it or like what the hell happened. So. Yeah. Yeah. That was one character that I thought for sure was not in on it. Oh, he was oh, yeah. in on it. Yeah. Well, if he wasn't so close to Ferguson, I would have thought differently. But yeah, you're right, because I was like, okay, this makes sense. When he was like, hey, I got some shit to tell you. But this is, you, you've come to find out that Billy's best friend, Milo, is the one putting the blow-up dolls and shit in his Jeep. And the shrunken head in so his locker. So weird. And the shrunken head in his locker, yeah. So because weird. he's mad because Billy has been so paranoid this whole time. He stopped hanging out with his best friend. Yeah, well, I mean. When and so his friend just did that to get a little attention. So That's really sad. Start, I'm going to I'm start sending you guys blow-up dolls and shrunken heads and <laughs> shit. He's like, so the, what, the Ken doll is like, quit fucking around, screw head. Don't, you know, you need to hang out with your best friend. Shrunken head is like. You're losing your mind, man. Yeah. Hang out with your friend, and then the blow up doll is like, "You need to get laid," and then hang out with your best friend. Like, man, this is a this is a lot to unpack. Like, well, just tell me, write me a note or something, man. Like, Jesus Christ, the Bill, blow- you're making me paranoid. I'm not paranoid. I'm not paranoid. That was a real head in my locker. Oh God, you're fucking with me. We do know now that he knows that he is paranoid. Actually, he's not paranoid. Let me let me take that back. I'm sorry. We keep doing this it just goes so many times in the movie even whenever he is truly revealed that he is not paranoid he still states the fact i'm not paranoid well he's not paranoid there's weird shit happening so i know but it's just funny every time he gets so mad about it so we're gonna cut to billy he's he's been taken to the hospital for some reason do you remember um because he he uh someone told him my someone told him somebody died or no something happened to him and and they took him to the hospital and Milo comes looking for him and the nurse tells him that his that he died no Bill, yeah. billy goes back home to his, to see his family and, and tries to confront his family and the ambulance uh, dudes come in and he's like fuck you i know you're not my family and whatever and the ambulance dude just come in and they just grab him and then like uh, an insane asylum yeah. kind and of then thing. his yeah. uh and then his his doctor shows up and he's like i hate to give you drugs billy you know I don't like gives, to give you drugs. Yeah, and gives him a shot, knocks him out. The ambulance takes him away to the hospital. That's right. Yeah, and and Milo goes. He goes to find him, and he encounters the craziest nurse ever. That lady is insane. Mm-hmm. She she's like Billy. I don't. There's no Billy Whiting here or Whitting. And he was like, "What room is he in?" And eventually pops up, and she's like. Are you a family member? Or like, are you a family member? And he's like, yeah. Well, you can't see him because he's in the morgue. Dun, yeah. dun, dun. Yep. He, no, you're wrong. He like points his finger at him and he's like, you're wrong. You're just wrong. You can't be. So basically after this hospital scene and Milo's trying to find him, he ends up like becoming partners with Mrs. Carlin. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah. like this weird chunk and sloth kind of uh, really, dynamic. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly 
the right that that's the that, that's the right comparison. I was it's trying so to think funny. of it. Cause she like kind of lunges after him for his hair. She keeps trying to grab his hair and he's like, no, Mrs. Carlin. And he's like, wait a minute, Mrs. Carlin, you can help me. And she just keeps going for the hair. And then they get into the car. Are they, did they take Bill's Jeep? No, they're in Milo's little, uh, bug. Okay. So they're in the bug. bug. He's driving Miss Carlin in the back. And, and so it's like, they've, teamed up i guess she's just following or him around and he before they take off though he's like just one rule don't touch the hair yeah i know where there's lots of hair let's go get you fed so basically billy's been taken he's not been taken to the hospital he's been taken to the shunting the shunting is oh we gotta, do you want to like kind of build this a little bit <laughs> i don't even know how to so, okay, this let, do let, this. Let me let me try to like let me try to lead lead this in a little bit. This is this is the part of the movie that's gotten it, its reputation. Yeah, we'll so say that. yeah, so Billy wakes up from the hospital. He sees Milo and he's like, "Fuck it, I'm going home." And I know what's going on. He's kind of like out of his mind at this point. Like you can tell, like Billy's like just said he's hit the fuck it button. Like he's like, "I don't care." Like shit's going on. And I gotta go see. So he goes back to his house, and the house is all dark. And he hears like whispering and like, ha ha ha, oh shh, beep beep beep, <laughs> and all and like you see like a car pulling up the drive, and then his parents walk in the door, and as soon as they turn on the lights, there's like the whole house is full of just, just old rich people like in like ball gowns and tuxedos, and Billy gets roped, um, with one of those uh the the snare collars it's it's actually called a twitch which i found out and it's what they used to like get stray animals or stray dogs i was like is that that thing they pull you out of the pool with yeah exactly drowning you're dying let me hurt you like oh my leg you're breaking it but you're alive (laughs) so yeah he gets he gets grabbed to the ground and all these people are staring at him and then you see like the site his psychiatrist coming down the stairs clapping and he's like Everyone was just wonderful. You're all just wonderful. Which I assume means that you were wonderful in acting this whole time, and now we get to enjoy our fruits of labor, right? Boy, fruits, is that, fruits is a, yeah. is a good <laughs> word. Fruits and labor. Yeah. <laughs> a good a good thing to use in this. He's congratulating everyone for their success in the process that they've been going through. So then he introduces the judge. He's... You come to find out now that he's kind of like the, the, the quote unquote leader of this whole situation. Like he is, and he reminds me in that sense of the judge from Nothing But Trouble. He's, oh my God! With, oh, with the, yeah. with the dick nose and everything. <laughs> Dude, we should do that movie. I love that fucking movie so much. I've, ne- I've never seen it. Oh, what? it's so good. It's got digital underground. Anyway, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll talk. Tupac's in it. Yeah. Um, Tupac's in it. <laughs> yes, when he was in Digital Underground. Anyway. Um, so he was the, part of the Humpty Dance, if you didn't know, Very Dustin. true. Uh, so the judge comes down, and he's talking about how everyone did a wonderful job, and you know it's so good to have you all here. And he says, and I quote, I do love the smell of the hunt and the taste of the shunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is and so, uh, epic. Epic showing. Th- this scene is just... It's perfect to me. They did an amazing job of yeah. this. So the, the psychiatrist starts to explain to Billy. He's like, see, Billy, it's like this. And he starts telling him, like, you're, we, we're a different race, a species. Uh, 
you have to be born into society. Like we've been here as long as you have. It's a matter of good breeding. And Billy all uh, immediately goes to alien scum. And like, yeah. they're like, no, we're not aliens. We've been here as long as you've been here. Right. He, they're just a different primordial ooze, so to speak. Because there's a lot of goo in this scene. A lot of oozing. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole explanation is just like, we're better than you, and we put ourselves in the richer class, and we feed off of you, literally. Literally feed off of you. And um, I think Ferguson explains that to Billy, too, eventually. Yeah, he's as like, they're he's like, like, didn't you know Billy Boy? The rich have always sucked off a lower-class shit like you. And his his tongue comes rolling out of his mouth, and he licks his whole face up. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And as Billy's laying on the floor with the uh, apparatus they have around his neck, um, you come to find they throw like this body bag thing on the ground, and Blanchard is in it, alive and well. Everything they've done has been acting. I guess Beverly Hills and acting is like a huge part of this movie's like underlying theme. Like it's all a trick and they are here just to feed off you like the rich in Beverly Hills. Yeah, it's like a huge trap and now like the trap has been sprung and ah! So Blanchard's there and they basically just... This is where the gore starts that's unbelievable they start morphing and attaching themselves to blanchard with their mouths they are like well first they start they disrobe oh they of course all of a sudden it's like their bodies have they're ultra lubricated (laughs) yeah that's the goo yeah the light turns like primordial the light turns like a pinkish red everywhere uh oozes everywhere everybody it just becomes this big orgy i can't tell if they're feeding or fucking or all of the above it's this crazy ball of flesh they start attaching themselves to blanchard and oozing and just fucking enjoying themselves with like erotic pleasure it is insane so much skin i want to know how much latex they use in this fucking film it had to be gallons and gallons of the shit it's it, everything basically like their mouths get fused to his skin uh people's arms start getting attached finger people's fingers start going into butt meat and turning <laughs> into jello and he's, he's essentially yes. just being absorbed by all these people and so that goes on for a long period of time before the judge decides it's his turn. Which and he, he gets down into his uh, boxers. Oh, man. Like a wife beater. Yeah. And yeah. that and fucking wet shit cigar with slime all over <laughs> it. The cigar never goes away. Never. never. And so he gets right in between old Blanchard and he uh, – points out that Blanchard has like a little birthmark beauty on mark. his cheek and he's like oh a beauty mark <laughs> and he just mark. stares at him and then he's like it's about time I finally get to the bottom and then he slams his fist slams. Up, up Blanchard's ass and he says of this and it stretches all the way up until his hand is popping out of Blanchard's mouth and just popping out his eyeballs and 
and all this different shit, and eventually, uh, and everybody's just laughing in ecstasy. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> and th- oh, and then everybody just joins in, and they basically just become one. Big yeah, this blob. this kind of goes into the the montage of like all the fleshy substances and people laughing and having a good time. This is their shunting. The shunt has their- begun. It has, and people, there's this one guy, he's pouring champagne on all parts of the body and shit. Yeah, and he's like, wearing a nightgown, also. He uh, looks like Ido Kier. Yeah, he does it like, a, a, like Ido Kier's like cousin that he never called. <laughs> yeah. Like Josh Kier or something like that. <laughs> so, so Clarissa comes in, and she's trying to help Billy up, and uh, Ted is like, fuck you, don't touch Billy. And so Billy, like, gets away, and the, his psychiatrist is chasing him up the stairs. This whole time, like, Billy's parents have fucked off upstairs. Like, they've gone to do their own shunting. Yeah, with Jenny, because the mom's like, Jenny, hubby, let's go. And they just take off. They are the biggest perverts. Like, they can't even be a part of the shunting. They have to go up and fuck each other in session. I mean, it is their own house, so, you know. Well, they got to go lube up family style first, I guess. All right, so, well... Bill, go, he gets free and runs up there to confront his parents. And that's where you see they're like, okay, they're just, everyone's kind of laying everywhere. The mother stands up and now she's like kind of melded together with her daughter beneath her. The mom's up the upper half of the body, the daughter's the lower half. And then you see something like wiggling around underneath the bed sheet. <laughs> and, and it's unveiled that Bill's, uh, stepdad whatever his fake dad is now you just see him from behind on his knees and his head is now coming out of his own ass and he says and you start to hear fart noises not like real fart noises but yeah you know kind of stuff and he's like hi bill i guess i am really a butthead (laughs) that's the infamous uh image you see a lot with this film yeah his head coming out of the butt or is the butt he kind of is a butt like he's melded in his his nose and mouth are the center butt crack where the asshole would be it's very he finally disturbing. became a butt he's like yeah <laughs> there's his his uh i don't understand this part i was going to ask you guys about it the psychiatrist chases billy around after he escapes and he has split mouth like oh, the Joker. Yeah. Like the Joker, and he's laughing. <laughs> like, it is... And he says, It's showtime! Like he's fucking Beetlejuice and shit. The dude is... That is very strange it's, to me. I don't, the psychiatrist's whole situation, like his makeup situation was weird. I'm just assuming it was just due to, like, whatever makeup effects at the time. Like, he did have, like, the split Joker mouth. But then, when he goes to talk to Billy... His hand, his whole head turns into an enormous hand, like doing almost like I'm like I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. pinch you fingers. And then yeah. while he's like trying to pinch Billy with his own fingers, and he stretches all the way across the hallway at the same time. So it was like super weird anyway. But yeah, and like his mouth didn't really match the same color as the skin. But it's, it's whatever. It was weird. It was like it's it was bruised or something. Yeah. Way um, too, way too energetic. Like he's the most energetic. He's like the hype man of the shunt. He's a shunt. Hype, <laughs> yeah, he's a shunt. He's a shunt hype man. 
And he looks like that shit. Shut man, shut man, shut man, shut man. <laughs> <laughs> shut man, shut man, shut man. <laughs> shit, shit. There's this part in the whole shunting where there's an elderly lady. She's probably 70 some years old. She picks up this handful of oh, worms. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. She picks up the handful of worms. She, she puts her head back and throws her head back and she opens her mouth like she's going to eat them, holds them over her head like you would like spaghetti or something. <laughs> and then she just drops them on her nose super. and continues <laughs> continues to o- have her mouth open like, oh. Super does not commit to the bit. Like she does not <laughs> eat like whatever that they told her like like – she was just like, "Oh, yum, yum, yum." I'm not on camera, right? Oh, it's so good, <laughs> yum. I dropped, I dropped it. It's on my, oh, it's on my nose. It oh. was, I was like, uh, it kind of brings me back to um, Mrs. Carlin and why she is so weird. And I told Dustin um, earlier, I was like, I feel like that lady pissed the elite off. And they lobotomized her for some reason because that's what she acts like. Or she's like, been like ostracized because of. Yeah, they, she did something to piss them off, and they were like, okay, we can't really get rid of you, but we're just going to fucking lobotomize you. And she just walks around like, ugh, and yeah. eats people's hair and shit. That, that may, that's kind of, yeah, that's, that's kind of like what I thought. <laughs> um, so eventually, Billy comes back down he's pulled back down and the mound of flesh that everybody's going that's in it starts to deflate and people start coming out of the flesh like this one woman fully naked just kind of stumbles out drunkenly covered in ooze and contorted arms and legs and yeah, <laughs> yeah and the judge comes out as well that fucking and, shit shit whistle he's fucking smoking oh. on and when he comes out, he now has the uh, beauty mark oh, in his hand. Beauty like it mark. Somehow, yeah, he somehow kept his cigar and the beauty mark intact, and now he puts it on himself, and it just stays there. Yeah, I thought it, like, I was under the impression that he absorbed it from Blanchard. Oh, no, sorry, excuse me. He pulled it off of Blanchard, right? No, I thought he just ate Blanchard, and then he ended up with the beauty mark in At a certain point, he's holding it in his hand. Oh, is he? Okay. Maybe I was wrong then. Okay. Uh, Andy, can you settle this debate? I think that at the beginning, he he bites, like, part of him, or he, like, bites it. I think he bites it off, and he holds it. And then after the shunting, it's absorbed into him, and it goes up on his cheek, and he's going like, oh, beauty mark. Oh, I'm getting getting too old for these things. Oh, yeah. As soon as he's done with that, he's like, I'm too old for this. (laughs) So basically what happens, Billy gets brought down. The judge comes out and they give him a fighting chance. They say, hey, you you fight Ferguson, your rival. I don't even know if they're going to let him go. They just let him fight him. Yeah, they just let him fight like like a turd. I almost said turd. Ted's (laughs) (laughs) fucking turd. He's in like a, a... button-up shirt in, like, his underwear. But his shirt is, like, buttoned up. It's like, just be naked or, like, whatever. You're a monster. Yeah. And then, like, Billy's like, fuck you, dude. And they're about to fight. And so they're like, oh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to fight here. And it's, like, the, the you know, a good thing. And Nice the, Kermit voice. Yeah, exactly. Come, come, piggy, let's fight. <laughs> but so, like, the judge is, like, introducing. And he's, like, calling Ted all these nice things. He calls him the master of the hunt. 
champion of the shunt. Jesus Christ. Oh, in this corner, yeah, he does it like a boxing match. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's totally a boxing match. But we need to mention, meanwhile, so Milo and yes. Miss Carlin, they have uh, had a run-in with the police where uh, basically Milo just points out to Miss Carlin like, hey, this cop has hair, and she rips, <laughs> off, rips off his toupee, and she's confused. And uh, yeah, and then he <laughs> well, steal uh, Milo steals the cop uniform and and goes in the party and nobody thinks twice about it. So that's going on and Clarissa is there and Clarissa is not happy. She you could tell she actually has feelings for uh, Bill and wants to save him, and that pisses off Ted because Ted's trying to like you know copulate. Ted, Ted is like. Ooh, you have feelings for these animals? Trying to copulate over here. Jeez. Yeah. Fuck. That's true. Because Clarissa is there, and she's kind of done with the society. I mean, she should be. It's disgusting. Look at it. Fuck. Seems like a lot of work. Plus, Billy probably uh, satisfied her pretty well in the bedroom. So she's she's good to go. He's just drinking the pee tea. Down to God, I'll drink my pee. (laughs) <laughs> Which is isn't that what we're all looking for? I mean, come the fuck on, man. Even nasty ass Ted won't drink my. my pee. <laughs> oh, you're too good to drink my PT TP. What if that's the uh, the society's uh, line, and she's just like a fucking golden shower loving woman, and they're like, "Nope, piss is our kryptonite. No pissing on you, and you just want to piss in things like." Well, we're tea. about to find out what their kryptonite is. Well, yeah, so Billy and Ted are fighting, and uh, Billy's getting his ass kicked, and basically what happens is Billy punches Ted in the asshole. Or the dick hole. I can't figure it out. Well, still, really quick, Ted Ferguson whoops the shit out of Billy for, like, almost ten minutes straight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he kung fu kicks and all kinds of shit. I mean, kudos to Billy for sticking around as long as he did because it's funny there's a certain point where billy is just all bloodied his eyes aren't even open ted's holding him by his hair and he's like that all you got (laughs) yeah and then finally it's like the final showdown and uh well yeah he shoves his hand up his ass and it comes out his mouth just like the judge did and then (laughs) i love this part he pulls it out i guess and then ferguson is standing there and his lips are like the biggest duck face Big you've ever wiggle, seen. Wiggle, I broke down wiggle lips. <laughs> yeah, they were they were wiggling. He's just like, <laughs> and he's defeated. Yeah, turns him inside out, and his insides look like they're like full of these weird worm something. I don't. Fucking That's what know. that lady was. Yeah, yeah. slugs. Yeah, wormy, yeah. <laughs> wormy slug insides. You don't have guts. You just have slugs. I feel like there's a lot of backstory to this film that should be explained, but isn't. Based on a novel. <laughs> oh, my God. There was also a terrible line in this. I can't remember was the, what it was. Uh, really? No, there's multiple terrible lines. <laughs> but it's at the end. Uh, the, the It's either the judge or the doctor says, you'll never get away with this. And he says, you bet. Or, or, no, he says, don't count on it, butthead. Yeah, don't. Don't, Don't count, count on it, it yeah. butthead. But what does that mean? It sounds like he's agreeing with him. I, he's talking to his dad. Yeah, his his dad says, you'll never get away with this. And he says, don't count on it, butthead. And it's like, okay, does that not sound like he's agreeing with his dad? Like, yeah, I don't count oh, on wait, it. Oh, wait, hang on. I didn't <laughs> think about that. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. He's so weird. <laughs> he's saying right. don't don't count on me getting caught. I think is what he's saying. Well, it sounds ass backwards, just like his dad. He just turned a man inside Ooh. out. For God's sake, give him some, give him some, give him some space. So the end of this film is pretty like straightforward. Um, yeah, they they just straight escape. It's like ten o'clock in the morning. It's daytime, and they just run away. And that Sorry. was and that was a uh, that was society. You punch an asshole. You just head out. It, you're like, all right, I'm gonna get out of here. Where do they go? You never know. Yeah, they just hop in the jeep and take off. It's it's crazy. But then you know, it's at the same time, it's like, well, we're a society. Oh, so oh, also, it was mentioned earlier to Ted Ferguson from the judge. He's like. Oh, son, you have a like ambitious future ahead of you. I I have an internship in Washington if you're interested. Oh. And then so the whole thing kind of ends with that uh, judge looking at the doctor. And he's like, I still need uh, an internship, someone for that internship in Washington. So it's like like their big pulls like we're everywhere. We're in the the yeah. You know, we have internships everywhere on the East Coast. They are the Illuminati. We're starting a thing called a Best Buy. <laughs> Yeah, so in Circus City at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a madhouse, a madhouse. Have you guys ever heard of mini disc? It's gonna be the future. Wave tomorrow. Of society. Yeah, so um, that's society. It's oh, all right. So society <clears throat> was right. a, it was a pleasure to watch. I will say, I enjoyed it. How many what would you give out of what? I don't it? know. I think I'm going to stop um, giving things to these films. So it's either you liked it or you didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, maybe like a, a Like best a movie five. ever or worst movie ever. You get like, uh, um, you get the best, a middle ground, and the worst. Well, I was going to say like how they do on those job applications. I loved it. I it somewhat, was good. I, I somewhat liked it. I was neutral. <laughs> I didn't like it. I hated it. I neither liked or disliked it. <laughs> yeah. So I like this film. I would give it the, I like it. I don't love it. It was enjoyable. Um, I had a very, you know, with the hype of media with films like these, you're like, oh, it's going to be disgusting. It's just depravity at its best. It was a video nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, boy, was it. But it really... Other than like, I don't know. I did, I was not disgusted by this film. I thought it was funny. I thought it was uh, witty. I, I I don't know many plots like this, and I thought it was a, a good idea. I liked it for that. I liked it. Um, I'd only seen it one other time, and I remember, or at least my first time watching it, I was like, it was very difficult to for me to get through it because I was just like, this is stupid, but. I think it's somewhat a movie you need to watch with a friend, so you can enjoy it together, laugh at at all of what needs to be and deserves to be laughed at in the movie. Because I really enjoyed it, and you know the end is cool. All the special effects are awesome. I love Brian Usna, so yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, Andy. Um. Well, this was this is this is my one of my picks for this week. So you're yeah, welcome. This was an Andy pick. You're welcome. Or. I'm not apolog- I'm not apologizing to you, um, but that, <laughs> I love this movie. Like I went most of my life without actually seeing this movie until maybe five years ago or so, 
it. And I had, Me too. I, I, I noticed seen, it was on Prime, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I had seen we'll parts it. of it throughout my life, but it's, it's like one of those movies where you see parts of it, and then you don't see the whole thing until like 15 years later. The first, the first time I saw it, it's like the story is, I mean, it's that the age old story of like the rich feeding off the, of the, the lower class, yada, 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 you know, all that shit, but just how it's delivered. And I have to say, as a person who loves visual effects, it's the effects that fucking make this movie. And right. so for just for that, that, whole fact on its own I, I i love this movie it reminds me um of meet the applegates in a way it yeah, disgusts me I, I in the same that. way yeah. yeah holy shit i haven't seen that movie in a long time but yeah it, exactly like that uh it's just kind of disturbing in this weird like biological way it's just i don't know it's it's strange but then again it's it's all a story that we can all relate to to right, it is. The story itself is except, like except for the incest. Yeah, yeah well, for exactly. some of us. For some of us. But uh, it's uh, like uh, <laughs> it's no different than like a karate kid eighties movie if you exactly. pull all that shit out, you know. So yeah. It's a good um, watch. It is a good watch. You should watch it if you have not. If you have watched it, watch it again. Watch it yeah, again. It's on- it's currently on Prime and Shutter. Shutter yeah. and Prime. Um, also, it's on Shutter as just the movie, and also Joe Bob had it on Last Drive-In two seasons ago, and yep. it's really, really good. Before we go into taglines, do you have anything to say about this special effects real quick, Andy? <sighs> good God. Uh, so, the makeup department is off the off the scale in this. I'm getting like goosebumps talking about it actually <laughs> uh, if you could like see my arms right now i got chicken skin for real so the, the main makeup effects guy was in, was fucking screaming mad george screaming mad george is this insane just asian dude who kicked the shit out of everything special effects in the 80s he's like predator the abyss big trouble in little china um reanimator stuff um Fucking, I mean, Silent Night, Deadly Night, like all this cool shit. Like he just did, uh, just, just, just super good stuff. Um, so basically, you just had that on top of all the screenwriters and everything else. Um, but yeah, just just to get the effects that he wanted to do in this with the amount of, I think they were using like, God, I can't remember. I think they were using like uh, tons of like KY jelly and corn syrup and stuff like that to get all the effects and the, the lighting. I can totally see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was a huge undertaking. Also, a funny thing is that the mansion that they were filming this in was actually the Wrigley Mansion, like Wrigley's chewing gum. And that's awesome. Yeah. So that's Dude, that, that's a fun. They kind of look like a ton of chewing gum at certain. Points. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. Um, if but you yeah. want to film here, you just have to use Wrigley chewing gum. Wrigley chewing gum as your latex appliance. Um, and also another fun fact: uh, the lead, the lead of this, Billy, whose name in real life is Billy. His name is Billy Warlock, who is the son <laughs> of Dick Warlock, who famously played Michael Myers in Part Two, and he was also like the head robot in Season of the Witch. I want to see some. Holy of the- crap! Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I- I want to see some of these people at fucking cons, man. Dude, I would 
love that. I would give Billy Warlock a hug. Oh yeah, he went he went through a lot, man. Also, the uh, another fun fact. Sorry to keep going. Uh, the the girl Clarissa, she remember um, House Two. Yeah, uh, she was the girl they were sacrificing. Um, she was the version they were sacrificing. Oh wow! In the in that's the basement crazy. when they break the wall open and then she joins them. Yeah, that's that same girl. Anyway, that's it. Sorry. Uh, how, uh, Bill Billy Warlock was in Halloween too. That's true. He was. He was uh, yeah. in a small role uh, as Craig. Yeah, as Craig. But he, he was on scene for just a few seconds. Um, but yeah, that's so cool. Neat little things like that. Fun tidbits. Damn. That's what yeah. you come for. Oh my god! I thought of a great collab of society and eyes wide shut, eyes wide shunt. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, dude, that would be. The best T-shirt ever. Oozing bird masks. <laughs> <laughs> What's the password to the orgy, butthead? Butthead, come right, come right, shunt right in, sir. Mm. Shut. Dustin, what? Hit us with the taglines. Come on, the, man. These taglines are not great. Uh, don't know. It doesn't have it like broken down for me to say which one was which. But there are seven of them, and I'll just <laughs> go down the line. First one. In Beverly Hills, what you fear is only the beginning. You are what they eat. If you don't belong, they'll eat you alive. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's, it, I've been trying not to laugh the whole they fucking time. don't belong. Time. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, here. It, the, oh, I'll save one for, the, for last. All right, let's see. Um, it is not what you think it is. The, okay, and... It's all about fitting in. <laughs> now, here's uh, two good ones. You, uh, uh, Y'all go ahead and laugh. I want to get see which one makes you laugh the hardest. Oh, man, I'm ready. I'm all right. stoked. The rich have always fed off the poor. This time, it's for real. <laughs> <laughs> that is a dad joke. Okay, now the last one. It's a matter of good breeding. Really? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I do one, like that one. That I one, like that, that one. one's better. The really yeah. that that fucking kills it, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> dude, do you I was just looking on IMDb and Beer, Billy Warlock was in Days of Our Lives. Yeah, he was also on from Baywatch. 19 Yeah, from 1986 to 2007. Yeah. That means I spent summers at home watching that asshole so did on I. Days of Our Lives. Yeah, so did yeah. I fucking our parents stories stupid billy warlock how dare you have a cool life yeah so that was society i think we covered all and more and the music in it is very bizarre Mm -hmm. it is and the credits at the end it's a whole song written about society it's really weird all the vocal uh yeah the vocal thing yeah, You'll have high ones in society. Yeah, it's like society waits for you. It's like this song called Eton Eton Boat or something like that. I can't remember. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I haven't even thought about the soundtrack because the visuals were so appalling All and right. amazing. Well, I guess we need to sign off. But before we do, we do need a... Uh, Catchphrase. Catchphrase. Damn it. Catchphrase. Andy, you haven't done one yet. I don't. uh, (laughs) And that was another episode of Video Dread Podcast. 
And we thank you for listening. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and we are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Guys, what about that catchphrase this week? I just want you to know that I'm not paranoid. And don't forget, I love you, you know. (laughs) We love you, you know. We love you. We love you, you know. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Shut you later, nerds.